Learn how to build your faith on God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. Your no dry season is not based on the economy of the country you live in. It's not based on what's happening in your environment. Many people are experiencing scarcity because they are looking at the wrong place. They are looking at the wrong source. Come on, say with me, God is my source. Say it with confidence. Say, God is my source. And I, I don't know um, whatever you might lack or whatever you might need in your life, but I know that God can supply it. I don't have to know the details. Is somebody get what I'm saying? I don't have to know what you need. I know who can meet any need. Somebody get what I'm saying? That's the beauty of it. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above. And our challenge for you this month is to plant those seeds. If you want to be continuously fruitful, then you have to be seedful. If you want to be continuously fruitful, you have to be what? Seedful. What makes you bear fruit in every season is that you also plant in every season. If you plant enough seeds into your destiny, you will get a, you enter the stage where harvest upon harvest upon harvest is just coming. Waves of harvest. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's the secret to having a, a, a season where you're always flourishing. It's about planting seeds. That's just how simple it is. You know in Ecclesiastes chapter, I think chapter 8 or so, I don't know, they read it last week. That is, you know, plant in the morning, plant in the evening. You don't know which of them will bring forth. What they mean is that every time you are in need, one of the harvests is coming in. Look at this. Okay, 11.6. It says, in the morning, sow thy seed. And in the evening, do what? I can't hear you. In the evening, do what? My hand. For thou knowest not whether which one shall prosper. Either this or what? That. Or whether they both alike, what? Will be good. They said in the morning plant, in the evening plant. Plant, plant, plant. So that a time will come. He said both of them will be good. That means harvest will be jamming what? Harvest. That's what they mean by no dry season. So it's not just by chance. It's by seed. It's as long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. That means on this earth, that is an eternal, everlasting principle that can change. He said, do not be deceived. <laughs> God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he what also reap. It's there. It's there. It's there all over scripture. If your season is dry, I put it to you, sir. Your seed is dry. Your sowing too is dry. That's all. You don't have to blame uh, government. I know, yeah, I know government has a part to blame. But the truth is that you are operating a principle beyond the systems of this earth. Are you here, somebody? I'm telling you. <laughs> I wish people can understand how spiritual things work. Spiritual things, spiritual laws supersede natural laws. In fact, the natural came out of the spiritual. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? 
Even this whole natural world, it was the same seed time and harvest time that produced it. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Glory to God. How many would like to have a season of their lives or a period of life where there is no dryness, no scarcity? Wouldn't that be great? So let's plant the seeds, guys. Let's plant the seeds. Trust me, it's possible. It's possible. I don't know what you're going through. I don't need to know. The thing me I know is more important than the, the thing you are talking about. Your challenges? Don't worry. Scarcity? Don't worry. If you can do this one, I'm saying, whatever that is, it will be taken care of. So we said a seed. And what are the seeds we need to plant? Number one, we must plant the seed of what? I can't hear you. The seed of what? The word of God. Luke 8, 11 said, the parable is this. The seed is what? The word of God. The word of God. Plant the seed of the word. Plant the seed of the word. Plant the seed of the word. The word always produces. Someone. He said, don't sit in the seat. Don't, don't walk with the counsel of the ungodly. Don't sit in the seat of scuffle. Don't start with scorners. He said, but you delight in the word of the Lord and you meditate there in day and night. He said, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You will bear fruit in every season. He said, your leaves also shall not wither. I said, whatever he doeth shall prosper. So the seed of the word of God Say, my son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Say, they are life to those that find them. And they are health to all their flesh. Why is this a health to all their flesh? Because you planted the seed of health. When you plant the seed of prosperity, it will be prosperity to all their flesh. I get what I'm saying? Whichever word you plant determines the harvest that word produces. So if you plant the word on prosperity... You will prosper. That's why we're doing a more, one month long meditation on scripture. So I hope you joined. You see, some people will not join those things. Just want to just magic. Let me tell you the difference between the word produce prosperity and the work produce prosperity. The difference is that one is just natural. The other is supernatural. And what this means is that the one that is natural, natural circumstances can put it off. When dollar went up, some people's businesses affected. When COVID came, some people's businesses closed. Do I get what I'm saying, sir? That's what that means. The natural one can be affected by natural circumstances. The one that is supernatural, nothing natural can affect it. Once they block one door, God opens another door because he must keep his word to you. Somebody get what I'm saying? He must keep his word, what, to you. It's supernatural. It's supernatural. Very important. The seed is the word of God. Second thing you must plant is the seed of work. Because in Psalm 1, they said, it's the life and love of the Lord and everything is like a trip and water. But he said, whatever he doeth is what prospers. So you must plant the seed of work. <laughs> you see, the supernatural is God releasing the money. The natural is how you collect it. Do you understand? Many of you, here, you know, not many of you. If you're a born Christian here, you are rich. In fact, I congratulate you. You are very rich. Now, whether you are experiencing it here or... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a different issue. 
but in spiritual reality. The Bible says you are blessed with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Ephesians 1.3. That's why it's absurd for a Christian to be praying, oh God bless me. Those are not the best prayers to pray because you are already blessed. Look at it here. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? That hath is pastors like has. Who has already blessed us? You are already blessed. God is not going to bless you. <laughs> this, is, this is why many people don't get answers to prayers because they're asking God for what he has given them. Oh God, bless me. God said you are blessed. Oh God, bless, you say you are blessed. Oh Father. You say, do you have any other request? Any other person talking something? But this one is going to be here in a long time. He said he has already blessed us with all spiritual blessing in what? Heavenly place. DJ, give me Galatians 3. He says, those that be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. You're already blessed. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at this here. He says, so they which be of faith, that means those of us that are born again, are what? I can't hear you. We are what? Are we going to be blessed? Are we going to be blessed by the end of the year? Are we going to be blessed next year? What are, are we going to be blessed this week? He said, we are what? Blessed. You are blessed. So, in the spirit world, you are loaded. You are a multi-billionaire. It's just that you need the cash. <laughs> And now see the problem. See the problem. You need to understand, you are in the natural world. It's like if I'm in America and I have a brother in Nigeria and he needs the cash, there's nothing I can do from America except to send him the money, but he needs to withdraw it here. I can, he, his money can even be with me in billions of dollars. I must send it, he must download it or collect it. That's the only way. He good intentions can't release that money. He needs to go and withdraw it. Somebody gets what I'm saying? That's how it is. You are blessed. But you need. In, because you are in a natural world, you need to create channels where they can send up. Because they, they, that money can't come from heaven. God doesn't have any money in heaven. In, Naira, in terms of Naira and Kobo. Because it won't be CBN approved. It won't have CBN number. Because, any, is it, <laughs> because the system you are operating here is a natural system. So, money from heaven won't work here. It won't have CBN number because it won't be printed here. So, the only way for you to get money here is that you must now be doing something. You must plant the seed of work. Then that blessing on it is what makes it prosper. So, it will make men bring to your bosom. You see, when the Bible says give and shall be given back to you, that men will bring to your bosom. It's not that they will dash you money. Nobody dashes anybody money. It happens once in a while, but it's very rare. Very, very what? Rare occasion. I've not seen anybody rich by dashing. The third richest man in the world. What does he do? I say, people dash me. I want to share my story. People dash me money a lot. My cousin dash me money. My uncle dash me money. My... <laughs> That's how I became third richest. Have you seen that before, sir? He said, wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish. He said, he that gathered by labor shall increase. It's all there. 
Wealth you get by brother Dashmi or by sleeping around, say it diminishes. By 419, say it diminishes. He said, but he that gathered by labor shall increase. All right, so put in the work of service. What can you do? Don't call it ordinary cooking. Package it well. That thing you do easily. Many people struggle to do it. How many of you know your mechanic is not smarter than you? He has just learned mechanicking. You don't have the time to learn it. I guess what I'm saying. So you have to pay him. That's how life works. So go and get something to do. No matter how old you are, no matter what is going on, get something to do. Get something what to do. That's why I never give full-labeled-bodied people money. Never do it. Except the Lord tells me, of course, but go and walk. That money they are dashing you is what's stopping you from thinking. Most times, God is trying to show you something, but you can't say it. And the last one, before I go into what I'm going to share briefly today. So the seed of finances. The seed of what? Finances. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I see many people that still don't understand that giving and receiving is the kingdom principle. Say, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving. They go together. Giving and what? Receiving. You must plant financial seeds. From worship offerings. <laughs> yeah, look at it here. It said, um, Philippians 4.15. DJ. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church con- communicated with me cons- as concerning what? Giving and receiving. Notice, giving and receiving. They go together. He said, and, and, but you, only you, you only. You are the only ones that after I left, kept talking to me about giving and receiving. Next verse. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto what? So, this particular church supported Paul when he was preaching to them. But even when he left to preach in other places, this church was still sending him money. See, supporting kingdom... At, see, oh, I didn't, anybody telling you not to give to church or to pay tight, is not, that's not the voice of God. It's the voice of the devil. You need to realize, he can use any human being. So, forget the human um, channel. You need to know who is speaking behind. There's a spirit speaking. <laughs> Jesus rebuked Peter. When, Peter. when Jesus said, I'm going to die, what did Peter say? He said, you will not die in Jesus' name. Is that not what Peter said? When Peter said, what did Jesus say? He said, get thee behind me, Satan. You see, Satan will use people. He can even use good people. Well-meaning people. But you need to understand, anything that is not helping the advancement of the kingdom is satanic. God can never tell you not to give to God. God can never tell you not to give to the things of God. This building, is it prayer that brought it? We paid. And now we're having church. So money is crucial to kingdom. My kingdom through prosperity shall be spread abroad. So anybody tell you they don't pay tithe is satanic from the pit of hell. Can't be God. Can't never be God. Can never be God. Yes, it should, it's not by force. Same with prayer. Prayer is not by force. Nothing in the Bible is even... If, I, if, what, if you want to go to hell, self, heaven, is, heaven is not by force. Is heaven by force? Even by force, we have soldiers outside, we flog everybody, say, go to heaven, born again. Heaven is not by force, nothing is by force. However, going to church is important, paying tithes is important, prayer is important, studying the Bible, all of them are important, but not by force. 
but they are all important. So anybody joking with you saying, eh, don't pray, he's lying to you. Don't go to church, he's lying to you. Satanic, can never be God. That's what Antichrist means. Anti-God. Are you here, somebody? He said, no church, continue to come back. He said, um, only you, but you, you sent once and again unto my necessity. You kept giving to the cause of the gospel, as I was preaching about. Next verse. He said, not because I desire a gift. You see, this is the issue. He said, no, no, I don't desire, I'm not begging you. He said, but I desire what? Fruit. Do you see fruit? I told you, wherever fruit is talked about, seed has gone into the ground, guys. You want fruit, you want no dry season. There's only one way to it, seed. Only one way to continuous fruit is seed. He said, not because I desire you to give me something, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So this is why pastor shouts every day to give, to sow. It looks like the pastor is asking for this to give. No, we are teaching you so that there will be fruit in your own account. To abound in your account. Both your earthly account and your heavenly account. Because this life doesn't end here. I see people that say they are big on investment. I believe in investment. I believe in investment. If you believe in investment and you don't invest in kingdom investment, you don't know anything about investment. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. You, you are sure you believe in investment. If you know anything about investment, then you should invest in where you're going to live longer. Oh, I don't know if somebody's going to say something. You believe in investment. Then all you are buying is GT Bank shares and Zenith Bank shares. And you say you know about investment. That one that you will all die here with. What of your eternal life? Whatever life you're going to, if you try too much now, there's 190, 80. Compared to eternity, if you know anything about investment, you will transfer most of your money on that side. Somebody said, but are we going to use money there? <laughs> the Bible is clear. It says, even the person that gives a glass of water, there will be reward for it. So it will count. Somebody gets what I'm saying. So if you claim you did, I saw somebody 80 years old or 70 or something like that, he was still buying shares. I said, for what? For where? Was my earthly shares. That means you have no clue that your time is up. 80 years old buying Nigerian shares in Nigeria. To do what? To do what? For which? For where? You will even be alive to see it. Says for my children. So what will the children now do with their own life? They too will buy for their children. This is why you came here. You have an eternal destiny. You won't go to heaven and say, I'm here for my children. No, you are going to stand. What did you do with your life? What did I give you for your children? Let them do their own. Of course, you will leave them things, but that's not the real inheritance you leave for people. Somebody getting what I'm saying? Glory to God. Let me finish that scripture so that I can move. DJ, quickly, quickly, quickly. We're reading something now. So not because I desire fruit, I desire fruit my bounty. I can next verse. But I have, but I have all. He said, and abound. I am what full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. Look at what it says: an odor of what sweet smell. Is is this in the Bible, sir? I, I, I can't hear you. Is this from the Bible already? Because you know, there's some clowns always saying, "Don't give to church." Don't give. Look at what God himself, look at what the Bible is saying. He said, your seed is a sweet, it's an odor of what? Sweet smell. Can you imagine? A sacrifice. Well pleasing to God. This is why you don't give God loose change. Sacrifice is the one that has sweet smell. That loose change. The same amount you give to security that greets you. Same amount you give to tip, as tip, when you go and eat. 
In fact, when you spend money on your own eating, it's more than the offering you bring. <laughs> offering basket receives everything. God doesn't receive all. See the ones that God received. They say it's a sacrifice. Say it's well-pleasing. There are always seed that pleases God. There's one that doesn't please God. All this is in the Bible. I'm not the one writing it. They said, Cain and Abel, they said one brought a sweet gift. The other one was not accepted. So it shows us God doesn't accept all offering. Unlike what people will tell you, just say nothing is too small. <laughs> Have you heard that before? Just give, nothing is too small. It's a lie. Some things are too small for our big God. That's the truth. He said, will you bring your goat with one eye to your governor? Malachi chapter 2. He said, will you bring your goat that has one eye to your governor? Wouldn't they slap you and beat you out of there? But yet, you bring goat that is lame, that has a, epilepsy. <laughs> you bring it to God. He said, God wants it. Offering basket will receive all. <laughs> Not God. Not my God. You don't know him. You don't know him if you think he's going to collect nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> you don't know him then. Nothing's too small. For where? He wants the best or nothing. <laughs> he said, if you ever um, go, go, go to Philippians, Jerry, let me close this part of it. So he said, an order of a sweet smell. I don't know if you can give me a more contemporary version of this scripture. DJ, quickly. Yeah, he said, they are sweet smelling sacrifice. I want something... I don't know whether it's TPT or Amplified. Something interesting. Where is it? A fragrant offering. I said, sacrifice. Okay, let's just move on. If we can't find the... Okay. View the... Okay, it's fine. Let's move to verse 19, quickly. Verse 19. So, after the sweet smell and sacrifice, see what happened in verse 19. He said, but what? My God shall do what? All your needs, according to what? Let me tell you something. A lot of the scriptures we quote generally, they are never general. You know many people quote the scripture, but you have to read what happened and who it is for. Most things in scripture are particular to a certain lifestyle. Even when they say all things work together for our good, there are scriptures preceding this, not for everybody. This is why all things are not working together for everybody's good. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. Because people wonder, ah, people say all things work together for our good. <laughs> no. There are scriptures be preceding that that makes that promise valid. Same with this one we just read now. There are scriptures preceding it. Talks about people that gave sacrificially, that gave over and over again. And he said, because of that, God will supply all your need. It means you enter a season where God always supplies. A no dry season. But he said the secret to it is giving consistently. Not give once in a blue moon. Not give only during Easter. He said you are giving consistently. You have provoked a measure of God's generosity that releases harvest for you continuously. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. Mm. So last one. Last seed you must plant. For you to continuously enjoy harvest. For you to have that no dry season. The key, the last one I'll talk about is you must sow the seed of prayer. The seed of what? Prayer. Hey. The seed of prayer. If you are experiencing scarcity, go and check all these other seeds I've mentioned, then cap it up with the seed of prayer. Listen, too many things 
There are too many physical obstacles, too many spiritual obstacles. You must understand that in, on this earth that we live, this earth is dominated by the worldly principles, which is by Satan in principle. Many people think God is in charge of the earth. He is not. He is not. Long ago, he created the earth and put it in the hand of a guy called Adam. So Adam was in charge. Adam now messed up and handed it over to the devil. From that time, the earth became cursed. The fact, the thing they told Adam was that from now you will sweat before you can eat. So, the earth is in human's care. However, the spiritual can't operate on the earth without the permission of man. So demons can't even operate on the earth if they don't find willing vessels. Same way with the Spirit of God. It can't operate on the earth without willing vessels. Spirit of God can do mighty things, but it needs a willing vessel. Demons too can do mighty things, which they are doing, because they have willing vessels. That's why sometimes I say, don't worry about who is talking. Worry about the Spirit behind who is talking. And is it very easy to know? What they are saying, is it helping God's cause? Or is it against God's cause? That's why I say, if anybody tells you not to give to church, don't tell you one thing. <laughs> I even hear some preachers that Satan is even trying to use. They'll be saying things like, uh, this prosperity gospel. What is prosperity gospel? What's the alternative for prosperity gospel? Poverty gospel. That God will make you poor. That's not in the Bible. I said, <laughs> I was in a group and they were having the argument that Abraham's blessing doesn't include money. I said, I say, if on this if somebody has Bill Gates' blessing, would you be asking if the person is going to be rich or not? What an insult. These people insult God these days. I'm just tired. And it's Christians. If they said somebody has the blessing of, of, of Bill Gates, the blessing of Jeff Bezos, would it cross your mind that this person can be poor? Will it even cross your If they say somebody is, is, is a son of Jeff Bezos, because when we are born again, we are children of Abraham. Hope you know that. DJ, go back to Galatians. The same scripture. It said, they that are of faith are children of Abraham. Your father is not Mr. Igoshere or Mr. Komaya. No. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are what? So picture this, guys. This is, what, this is part of what they meant by the blessing of Abraham has come upon us. It means we are now children of Abraham. We are plugged in through Abraham. That's what they are saying. If I say this man, stand up. if I say this man is a child of Jeff Bezos, would it cross your mind whether he's going to be rich or not? Is that, are you going to even be considering that? Is that not taken for granted that he's rich? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So we are not talking about the blessing of God. We're talking about the blessing of Abraham and we are debating whether money is inside. What else is inside? It's natural. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, guys. You can sit down. So, when people say all this nonsense, I don't know what scripture they're reading. Glory to God. So, there's so much physical and spiritual obstacles here on the earth. This is why your prayer is required from time to time to take authority over the earth. Things won't just work on their own. Because of the earth we, we are in. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
So you must plant the seed of prayer. You must plant what? The seed of prayer. Prayer will do three things for you. Hey, you must plant the seed of prayer. You must plant the seed of prayer. Zonta blatasha. Ritasko rabala sitala labakada labasota. Jendele bambroda sakada. How are you even a believer you don't pray in tongues? How? God won't give us anything we don't need. You're not smarter than God. Are you here, somebody? Number one, prayer changes you. Prayer changes you. Listen, some of you, <laughs> you see, so, like, like Reverend Samademi says, success is who you are. I've learned that over the years. This is why, this is why, this is why in a company or even in any organization, there are certain tasks they give certain people. There are certain opportunities that come out, they give certain people. There are certain um, positions that come up, they appoint certain people. It's very simple. The issue is not about the position, it's about the individual. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is why, this is why all footballers don't end the same. Maybe it's ball, they're all playing. Maybe they're all wearing boots and they all have two legs. <laughs> but a Lionel Messi is not the same as a... <laughs> Who is? Give me one as a footballer. Elena <laughs> Messi it's not an um, Abumayang, I like Abumayang, plays well Saka he's a young boy sha. but the point is that this is why they all end differently because success is really who you are this is why in this same Nigeria you are saying there's no money white people are coming inside you say there's no money you want to run out. Your concern is that there's no light. There's no road. Somebody is living where there's light and road. But he left it to come where there's no light and road. Because he's seen something you, you can't see. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He's seen something you can't see. I've seen all nationalities in this country. Even doing all kinds of jobs. Those of you that have flown some airlines, you see that on the airline itself, it's foreigners that are operating it. So they left their countries to come here because they are seeing opportunities here that you are not seeing. So it's never about the challenges. It's about who you are. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So prayer changes you. Some of us, us, we are too lazy. But when you spend time praying, the Spirit of God will start to jolt you up and say, you are too lazy. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Because most of you don't have power. Lazy people, we know they don't have power. So I don't have power. (laughs) But can you pray? When you start to pray, the Holy Ghost starts to change you. Peter was a very shy person. He denied Jesus three times, even in front of a house girl. But when the Holy Ghost came and they prayed in tongues, the Bible said that same Peter stood up in a crowd and preached boldly. And 5,000 or so people, or 3,000 people got saved in one service. The same Peter. The same Peter, when the Holy Ghost came on him and they threatened them not to preach anymore, they said, you judge for yourselves. Whether we should obey you, obey God. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same Peter was totally transformed by prayer. Prayer changes you, man. Prayer what? Changes. Some of you, you are too rude. <laughs> this is why your customers are going. Too rude. I don't know if you, have, if you have seen people that they fight all their customers. They have not one peaceful friend or customer. I know people like that. Very gifted, but also very wicked. Very gifted, but very rude. 
very troublesome. They fight everybody. They have a serious attitude problem. And this is not only about money. It also affects marriage. You're a fine girl, but ugly mouth. Ugly attitude. <laughs> Organic cream can't cure attitude. Mm. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost cream that will cure that one. Are you here, somebody? Prayer. God will start to show you things about yourself. Do you know there are things about you that if you that human being tells you, you become defensive. You say, they hate me. They are haters. Potatoes with potato. <laughs> Tomatoes with tomatoes. They hate me. They are beefing me. They are jealousy me. <laughs> so some things, only the Holy Ghost that can accost you and say, my brother, you are rude. You are proud. You are insensitive. I get what I'm saying, sir. Prayer changes you. Success is who you are. Trust me, Nigeria is not your problem. It's who you are. That's why you plant different people in different places. They produce different results. Because the quality of the person is different. I get what I'm saying. And prayer helps you balance the areas you are weak. So pray, man. You must spend time in prayer. Number two, prayer changes your perspective. See, the reason you are not seeing opportunities is because you are like blindfolded spiritually. Prayer helps you remove those blindfold and you can now see what already was there. The Bible talked about Hagar and um, his, her son Ishmael. That they needed water and they were about to die. And the Bible said Hagar prayed that, oh God, we don't want to die. Show us water. Give us water. Help us. And the Bible said she looked and saw a well of water. The water was there before. Prayer is what opened her eyes to see. DJ, can you find it for me? Prayer opened her eyes to see. Do you know you, are, you might be saying there's so much dryness, dry season. When you pray, your eyes will be open to see a well of water around you. There are some business opportunities just waiting for you. They are right in your front. Look at this. It's, and she called on the name. Can you give me where she was famished? Or is there a verse before it? Uh, she fled. Next verse. Angela found her by the fountain of water. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know the, the arrangements. Keep going. I want to uh, go to where you were before because you have even confused me now. Go to where she, she prayed. He said, and she called on the name of the Lord that spake unto her. Thou God seest me. For she said, have I also here looked after him that seeth me. Go next verse. You have confused my reading. Let me give you guys the, the gist, Sha. They needed need water. They, were, they drove them out of the house. They were in the wilderness. They needed to survive. And she prayed, basically. And God showed her a well of water beside her. The point is that that well was always there, but she didn't see it. Praise God. So there are many opportunities around you that you won't see until you pray. Are you here, somebody? He said, call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. There are always business opportunities. Are you here, somebody? There are always what? Business opportunities. There are always ideas. Some of them come dressed as work. So, they look like it won't be easy. But God will show you a way around that it will be bearable. There is money. Forget it. Who told you there is no money in Nigeria? Forget it. And even if there is no money in Nigeria, who said you must make no money only in Nigeria? Are you getting what I'm saying? There are ideas God will give you. You'll be here in Nigeria. And you're making money from all over the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? And trust me, dollar going up is not bad if you're earning in dollars. It's only bad if you're not earning in dollars. 
For those earning in dollars, they're happy. They are richer. The things they wanted to buy that they couldn't buy, now they are going back and said, I'm back. <laughs> God will change your story. I said, God will change your story. If you pray, opportunities open up to you. When you pray, opportunities open up to you. And the third one, when you pray, it changes things. So number one, prayer changes you. Number two, prayer changes your perspective. And number three, prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. There are many things going on that prayer would change. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1, they say, Ask of me rain in the days of the latter rain. And that rain will pour upon everything on the earth. So when you pray, you are soaking the anointing upon your business. And it begins to make things to move. Ask of me rain. Ask the Lord rain the time of latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain towards everyone grass of the field. And when rain comes upon grass, what happens to it? It grows. It grows. Prayer. So you, 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 you begin to pray over. Your business is not moving. Have you prayed? Have you prayed? You go into prayer regarding that business. No, no client is coming. That's prayer time. That time that nobody's coming to the shop. Use that time to pray and, and open up the atmosphere. People are buying that thing. They're just going to buy it somewhere else. Prayer will make them begin to notice you. Prayer will make them begin to be directed to your own shop. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Except that thing is not selling anywhere in the world. Then that's fine. Change the business. But if people are buying it, and they're buying from other people, ah, after you have done everything physical you should do, researching and all those things, pray. Sometimes the things slowing down the business is spiritual. See, the devil doesn't want Christians to have money. Money is not bad or good. It depends on whose hand it is. If money is in the hand of an unbeliever, it will be spent on alcohol and women and sex and drugs. But if money is in the hand of a believer, to be spent for kingdom advancement, for helping the poor, for doing great works. Are you here, somebody? Glory to God. Prayer. This is why you can't. There are too many Christians that are carnal Christians. Carnal Christians. Carnal Christians. You are just a Christian, but you are also like an unbeliever. Alcohol all over your house, everything. You are just living like an unbeliever that goes to church. You don't want to press into the things of God. You will never realize God's calling for your life until you spend, until you press into God. And everybody has a calling. It's not only pastor that is called. The problem we have been facing is that everybody thinks it's only pastor that is called. Big mistake. You are called. He said, it's pastors that should not drink <laughs> because they are, they are priests. They should not drink. You know what the Bible says about the Bible says you are kings and priests. You too are a priest. The problem is that you thought a priest is only somebody serving in church. You are a priest. DJ, bring it up. So if, 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 if me, the pastor, can't drink, you too can't drink. I'm a priest inside church. You are a priest in the marketplace. But we are all priests. Thank you for the two people clapping. <laughs> you are all priests. Look at it here. He said, and he has made us, what? Kings and what? Priests. Unto our God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion. You are a priest. You are meant to be priest in politics. A priest is somebody that connects man and God. You are a priest in politics. You are a priest in banking. You are a priest in IT. You are a priest. But you are living like a sinner. You are living like a sinner. 
you don't know that you have a, you are, you are a brand ambassador. You can't be brand ambassador for Coca-Cola and be drinking Pepsi. <laughs> you can't. But that's what many of us are doing. Say me, I'm just a ordinary Christian. It doesn't matter, I can drink, I go to a nightclub. It's a lie. You are a priest. Anything I can't do, you can't do. You are a priest. This is why many of you are not praying. This is why you're not taking your place spiritually in your home and in your business. You say, how can you, how can you start a business and you don't pray? You are going to this world to take their goods. Are you here, somebody? He said, if you want to take a strong man's goods, you have to first bind that man. Did you bring that up? You, you see, Satan is the god of this world. Second Corinthians 4, 4. Now, you know that one already. Satan is the small lethargy god of this world. He's the one that operates the world system. He's the one that operates. And listen, let me tell you. The world system can never bring abundance. Even the biggest countries, they are in debt. Heavy debt. Are you here, somebody? Their own system can never work. Because it's a natural system that doesn't have God in it. It can't work. It's a rob Peter to pay Paul system. And the more they practice it, Tax everywhere in the world is always going up. Because it, it cannot sustain. You need a godly principle. Look at it here. He said, uh, oh yes, how can you, how can one enter into a strong man's house and take his goods? The only way to do this is except he first do what? Bind the strong man. Then you can what? Spoil his house. You can take things that belong to him. So that is the God of this world. You can't take prosperity just by uh, smiling. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because if you're born again Christian, you are, you are a target. You are not like an unbeliever. Satan doesn't mind an unbeliever having money because an unbeliever will sponsor nonsense. Unbeliever will sponsor nonsense. So all this um, abortion they are sponsoring abroad, um, homosexuality, it's people sponsoring it. Satan doesn't mind those people having money. And if you're getting what I'm saying. Especially Satan doesn't mind his people winning politics, winning election. They will sponsor rubbish. But if you want to make money, you need to know that <laughs> Satan is not going to be clapping for you for you to have money. Because you come and pay tight. You pay tight in church. Church will have a lot of money. Church will plant more churches or buy more land. These are things that are not helping his kingdom. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So he will fight against you making money. This is why you can't enter the marketplace just speaking English. You can't enter the marketplace just watching skits. You need to pray. Businessman, you must pray. This is why at the beginning of every month, we take three days to come and pray in church. You don't come. You don't participate. For you, church is optional. You don't know the life and the world you are living in. Every three days, first three days of every month, we'll start from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. Come out to pray. Even at home, in your business, pray. When you start a new day, start a new week, start a new month, pray and speak into that month. Take authority. Don't just sit down and think that will just come and allow you to prosper. There are so many spiritual things going on. The Bible says, while men slept... The enemy came to plant weed amongst the seed. Tears among the wheat. So while you are sleeping, the sleeping there is not physical sleep. The sleeping there is while you are slacking. The enemy came and planted his own. <laughs> because he's not joking, he has work. Satan has office. The way you resume everything in your office, he resumes too. Only, the only difference is that he doesn't even close. <laughs> so he said... Every time they met Satan, he'd look at Job. Every time they met Satan, they said, God, we have Satan. Where are you coming from? He said, I'm from running to and fro. So he's walking. And as he was running to and fro, God asked him, Have you seen my servant Job? He said, Of course. I've been going around the other area. I've met him. He said, But there's a hedge 
around him. So this Satan was walking. He had checked out Job. Before God told him, he had checked out what? Job. He will check out your marriage. He will check out everything he can check out to see what he can do. What His threefold mission is what? To kill, to steal, and to destroy. Somebody that has mission statement, fear him. Yeah, mission is not playing. So this is the person you want to go and address and you're not bouncing. And he knows you're his enemy. And you're bouncing anyhow, talking anyhow. Joining them talk against pastors. Joining them talk about things of God. It's you who you sacrifice. Because he won't kill his own children first. He's still using them till they die. Are you here, somebody? So you must make a clear stand. Pray. Even if you're a career person, the same thing, pray. Not when they delegate something to your hand, it will spoil. You know, how many of you have seen those things? Maybe a door. The thing don't destined to spoil. Everybody, they use them. You know, spoil. But everybody knows that this thing don't spoil. But it never break. Then the day you just hold it, it spoil. Then they say, who spoiled this door? So, if you're a career person, when they delegate things to your hand, does it work or does it go down? Those are the things that go into your appraisal. Everything in your hand gets missing. They give you something lost. They give you assignment. It didn't, that day it didn't work. Everybody was doing it, it was working. You plug socket. Computer plug. Bwah! The socket was bad, but nobody knows. It's you that they saw plugging it. So if you be a career person, you must constantly pray so that the anointing will be upon your life so that things in your hand will work. Joseph was a career person. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but things worked in his hands. Things worked in his hands that they kept promoting him. That's how you get promoted. So you can't just go to work every day dry-spirited. You're not even sensitive. There's some ideas you bring your boss and say, wow, who is that guy? Who is that guy? I want to work with that guy. Promote that guy. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must pray. Hallelujah. Come on, say, I hear. Glory to God. Can we take one minute? Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. And just speak a word of prayer. So I'll be... God baptized me with that spirit of prayer this morning. Zuma brada bakasota brada basuka, jila brada basonda brada kazada, la brada. I don't have the passion to pray. I will never take things for granted. I will never take things for granted. I will spend time in prayer. Whether I own a business or I own a career, I'm a student. Whatever it is, prayer always makes things to work. Scripturally backed prayers. Mahandale Come and pray. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.